Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to my Good Nanny Radio. MGN Radio. The best show on Blog Talk Radio for family information and entertainment. Thanks for tuning in. Hi, and welcome to our podcast. Today is Thursday, April 6th, and I'm super excited about today's show. I'm your host, Miss Toffee. And if you've never heard of our podcast, we are MGM Radio, the number one podcast on Block Talk Radio that feature information and news. We've chatted with celebrities, authors, and today we're chatting with a fashion style icon. Okay, I use the word icon, blogger. <laughs> but I'm super, super excited. And the countdown to our Seventh Dare to Aspire conference. I can't believe it's number seven. Um, in Atlanta, it's going to be April 28th and 29th. Tickets are going so fast. Our vendor booths and our VIP vendor booths are sold out. So can I get some applause for that? I'm looking at my producer. Can I get some applause? So, you know, we love the applause. For those of you who listen to the show, you know, we got the applause, and um, we've been using it a lot, uh, a lot. Okay. So, today, I'm really excited about my guest because, you know, once I, you know, went to her page on Instagram, I was just in love with her style, her fashion, everything. So, we're going to pay a couple of bills. We'll be back to do the introduction And then we're going to chat with Monica. I can't wait. So we'll be back in like less than two minutes. Thanks. Imagine being able to charge your phone anywhere. The Arc Sling Motion Converter turns movement into electricity, and it doesn't rely on the weather like solar or wind power. The motion of rocking or even walking harnesses kinetic energy, generating clean electricity to charge your cell phone, tablet, or other devices. ArcSling is running a Kickstarter campaign to bring this technology to market. Visit ArcSling.com and rock out with the new energy generation. That's ARCSling.com. Hair Yum is the fastest growing vegan hair care product on the market. Hair Yum can transform your hair with one wash. Cleanse with no harsh chemicals, sulfates, or detergents. The Hair Yum collection is available now at HairYum.com. Take the challenge. Go vegan. Get Hair Yum at HairYum.com. That's H-A-I-R-Y-U-M.com. Your hair will thank you for it. All right. We are back live. Um, Thank you for tuning in. Um, to MGN Radio Podcast, and you can follow and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, on any um, mobile device, and um, we're on Blog Talk Radio. So we let's get started, because as you know, I always tell you to grab a pen and paper, it flies by. Today we're welcoming Monica Aetuke, um, Awed by Moni, to our show, and if you're on Instagram, um, she goes by Awed by Moni. Um, she's one of Atlanta's most influential bloggers. Her personal style embodies a timeless fearlessness that is not often duplicated. She has an eye for classic pieces mixed with trendy um, accessories to really create a mass appeal. As a force in the fashion industry, Monica's ultimate desire rests in her ability to help women to feel confident in knowing how to be stylish at all price points and confident in themselves. 
Monica can be heard saying, it's okay to love yourself, and I love that. Um, she has worked with some major brands, okay, like Dior, you know. She has multiple features in many magazines and a reoccurring feature in InStyle and People Style Watch. Monica is definitely on the fashion watch list, and her greatest success was achieved when she was able to leave her job to blog about passion for fashion and use her gifts and talents to make a living, okay? She's a wife and she's a mom and she resides in Atlanta and drum roll, she's going to be a speaker at our Dare to Aspire conference. So you're going to get to meet her live and we're so excited. Um, she's releasing her first series of eBooks and we're going to talk about all that. So let me welcome Monica to the show. Hi, Hi Monica. How are you? Hi, how I, are I'm you? fine on this I'm fine on this fabulous Thursday. Thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to be with us. Thank you for having me. It's my pleasure. Yay. Okay, so let's get started. Now I I, meet, I mentioned briefly about your corporate job resigning, but I want to hear it from your words. Tell us about yourself and you know how you got to be this fashion style, you know, influencer. <laughs> so basically, um I guess it all started when I think to, for my story, really, you have to go way, way, way back because my mom used to make clothes for me, and I kind of would watch her. And I would say just by watching my mom make fashions and stuff for me and my sister, I took a, a liking to that. So I actually started creating my own clothes. I started sewing clothes and using remnants that she would have from the patterns she would use for us. And I just started creating um, things for me to wear. So basically, when I started school, when I went to university, um, I decided I had to get a job on the side, and I started with retail. So I was very fortunate to just kind of land in a luxury retail job, and I realized the kind of joy it would bring to people, just literally helping them put outfits together. So I decided to make a career out of it. So I did that all through um, university, and after university, I made a living doing that, selling people, putting outfits together, recommending stuff for people. Um, so fast forward to, I would say, I was on maternity leave with my um, daughter, and um, me and my sister both decided that, you know, we need to do something other than the babies while on maternity leave, and she decided to do photography, and I decided that I was going to start blogging. So the first couple of, um, you know, I would say about a year and a half, it was really just a hobby. It was like, okay, you know, I like to dress up. People kept on telling me they wish they could take me home with them. So this was a way for me to literally <laughs> go home with my friends and my family and my clients. So I was there, you know, putting outfits together. And then um, I noticed um, people started, you know, contacting me and saying, well, you know, we really like the way you put your stuff together. Can we send you stuff? I was like, Sure. So it first of all started with people sending me things, and then I got my first, like, paid offer that, oh, yeah, you know, we'll pay you to wear this, and we'll, you know, we'll get you the items. And I was like, oh, okay, sure, I'll, I'll do that. But then I went to a conference for bloggers um, in New York, and, you know, that's kind of where I had my aha moment where they talked about how you can actually really make money through affiliate shares, through collaborations and whatnot, and kind of really realizing your worth as a blogger and the fact that blogging is an extremely effective marketing tool. So that's kind of where I would say, you know, it was that moment of, okay, I can really do this. 
and literally the campaign, you know, started coming in more. I changed my format. I changed in terms of how I requested money, how I, you know, communicated with brands. And, you know, I, last year I got, I got a few amazing collaborations and that's when I just kind of had that moment, like, you know, if I could get paid this much money to do, you know, a few posts on Instagram and a blog post, I'm going to leave my job and do this full time. So that was kind of where it all started and spiraled into what it is today. Wow. And I know a lot of people are sitting back like, well, I want to do that too. And, you know, (laughs) you make it sound very effortless, but I know it's a lot of work. It's a whole lot of work. So, yeah, go ahead. No, I said uh, definitely a lot of work. You know, yes, I made it sound like a breeze. Um, I'm being very vague, (laughs) to be honest, because it is a lot of work. So, I, I forgot to mention when I started blogging, I was actually blog, blogging every day, and it was a lot. You know, my brother, who has actually blogged prior to that and had a sports blog, was like, you are going to burn yourself out. You cannot do this every day. And I'm happy I took that advice, and that's kind of where I came to the format that I have now, which is three times a week, um, depending on how much content I have, or if I have paid collaborations, sometimes it'll be four times a week. There was a point at which I, you know, especially during the Christmas season where it's really busy, I think I was doing about five times a week. But um, for the most part, I'm failing three times a week. But that's just one aspect of just, you know, putting out the Instagram post is just this problem. I think that's probably the easiest task of everything. Um, photography, editing, um, your captions, reach, um, creating your, your, your following. Like there's so much that goes into it that people have no idea. And now I feel like I'm tired every day. There's probably not a day that you will meet me that I'm not exhausted because it doesn't stop. So you have to be committed. And I I really, I I tell people who come to me that as a blogger, you have to pick something that you are extremely passionate about, not something you like or something you enjoy doing, but there has to be a passion because if there's no passion, you'll get burned. Like you can do it as a hobby. It's fun to do as a hobby, but that means, you know, you're only putting half into it. You're not putting your all into it. But in order to make it a business, you have to put your all into it. You have to put your all. And Monica, now, okay, so let's take a step. Okay, so you were working your corporate job in fashion, and then, you know, you started making money. So you said, okay, I'm going to do this full time. Now, a lot of our our moms that listen in, some of them are single moms, some of them are married moms. Mm -hmm. How supportive was your husband when you said, hey, I'm going to quit my job and do this full time? So (laughs) that's another thing, too. I don't know if people can do this by themselves, having kids. I have two kids. And to be honest, I know I would never have been able to do this by myself without the support of my husband. Um, I would say in the beginning, he was kind he thought it was just like a hobby, something that I would do for fun. He would literally look at me like really, you know, half the time I would ask him <laughs> to take my pictures. He's like, I'm not a professional, leave me alone, you know. But I guess the more I, I, the more I did it and the more I put effort into it, you know, he, he still is, you know, says the same story. I'm not a professional, don't use me. Thank God for Amber, my photographer, because he's like, no, this is not my thing. This is your thing. But for him at first, it was just like, you know, whatever. But I think the aha moment for us was when we went to Barbados and um, I had some of my followers who actually lived in Barbados reach out and, you know, and 
she ended up coming out with us and he met her and I guess she had like, you know, she was really supportive and she was like, Oh my God, you know, and he was, he was taken aback and he was just like, wow, like, you know, this is people really dig you. So I think that was his moment of saying like, <laughs> you know, so I got to tell him, see, you know, like what I'm doing is legit. Like, you know, it's, it's really influencing people in a positive way. So that was kind of like, okay, you know, for him. And then also with that trip too, you know, I had um, paid collaborations for that trip. And then when I got my big, you know, first big contract, he was like, oh, okay, you know. So the numbers added up. So once I, I feel like when the numbers add up and you can show your husband or your significant other that, you know what, this is not just a hobby. This is a business. It's marketing. Marketing makes, you know, marketers make so much money. PR makes so much money. So I think that's something that we can't ignore. I think people have this um, pre um, conceived notion of what it is to blog because they just see people pouncing around in pretty clothes, but it's marketing. So it's just not about the clothes. That Fashion blogging is just one small portion. There's lifestyle. There's travel. There's so much. There's photography blogging. So I think once you can see it for what it is, then you can appreciate it more. So for him, he just had to see it for what it was and not just the hobby. Wow, great, great advice. We're chatting live with Monica, the fashion and style expert. I said icon because I love when I give these huge, because I know you're going to walk into it, you know. Now, yeah. if you haven't seen Monica, Monica, you're very, I mean, the clothes you wear are so stylish. There was one, go to Aude, A-W-E-D by Moni, M-O-N-I on Instagram. The bag, it was yesterday, I think you had a blue bag. I said, oh, my, yeah. I want to buy that bag. Yeah. It's so cute. So you buy, can you my <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I will. But you, can you describe your personal style, and then how do you pick what pieces to look, you know, good on you? Um, so I would say my personal style is more classic with a modern twist. I tend to purchase things that are, I would say, timeless, per se. You know, I have things in my closet that liter- are literally over, you know, 10 years old. Um, but for, for some reason or the other, I have this knack of picking things that really stand the test of time. Um, so I, I, what I do is I take these classic pieces that I absolutely love and I kind of, you know, make them more current, make them more modern. I kind of talk about that a little bit too in my um, summer book and my um, ebook. But this is a matter of my style is really making things that are classic trendy. So modern with a sort of classic with a modern twist. For instance, for that bag, the, the brand that, um, um, that makes the bag that I was that you're talking about is um, number 21, and they're kind of known for that knot. So for me, picking that bag, which is classic and unique to the brand, was like a no-brainer. Um, you know, a lot of designer bags cost way over a thousand and more, but this bag was actually very affordable because it's in satin. So fabrications and those are kind of the things that you know dictate price, and but you can still have that designer look you know, but at an at somewhat of an affordable price. So I, I pay attention to fabrics. I pay attention to trends. I pay attention to the brand and the longevity of the brand. Is it a trendy brand? Is it a brand that, you know, kind of has an established house? So those are kind of the things that I pay attention to, how much I'm going to spend on them in terms of collaborations. I pick with brands, you know, the brand has to kind of work with my brand. And then I pick what, you know, kind of speaks to me. So I think with clothing and how I pick it, just it, there has to be some kind of connection. Like I have to, I have to see it and literally love. 
So when, for me, fashion is about loving what I'm wearing, feeling comfortable in what I'm wearing. You have to understand your body, too, and be very comfortable with your silhouette. Um, and then just dress for your body. So those are kind of the things that go into how I pick and how I style things. And I love it. And, Monica, you know, a lot of women are going to go to your page and say, oh, she's so, you know, fit. And But what about, um, do you ever um, pick clothes that maybe will fit, you know, a wider, a plump, I don't know the word to use, but maybe a plumper um, woman, um, a different size? A different size. Um, absolutely. I think I, I keep, and, and this is the thing for me, just the fact that I've, I've been in re- luxury retail for so long, I understand different body types. Um, I, I tend not, even though I'm fit, I, I, I don't feel comfortable in fitted clothes. Um, so I, I tend to dress in a way I think the average woman would dress. I, at times I could go into my designer element and just want the most avant-garde things and things that really don't appeal to most women. But for the most part, half of longer, I also understand that, yes, I'm dressing for myself, but I'm also inspiring other people. So I have to be practical, you know. So a lot of what I wear it's for the everyday woman. It's for the woman who is like me, who is a mother, who works, um, who goes to work every day. You know, I, obviously I work from home now, so but I still dress up even though I'm at home because I still have this work mentality whereby, you know, I'm doing something. I think you have to be in the right mindset and your clothes kind of have to um, mimic that per se. So I try to dress for the everyday woman regardless of your, your, your body size, shape, you know, if you're busty, if you're straight. I'm very narrow. But I have a bump, so my, my you know my shape is very awkward too. But I know I I understand that. But for the most part, everything I wear really can be worn by the everyday woman. I love that. I love that. We are chatting yeah. live with Monica, and she is the style of fashion expert, and um, she's going to be with us at our conference in Atlanta. Now, Monica, yeah. you recently. Um, went to Lagos, and you know your yes. background. You're Nigerian, but you you know you you grew up in Toronto, correct? Yes, correct. Yes. Yeah. So, talk about maybe the fashion and style atmosphere over in the continent of Africa, specifically in Nigeria, Lagos. Um, what was your what was your trip like, and what were some thoughts about fashion and style over there? My trip was amazing. I, I keep on saying this. Lagos was actually so good to me. I was so impressed by the fashion, by the sense of style. I went to a couple of events um, which were geared towards women, and, you know, everywhere I turned, women looked beautiful. They actually really take pride in dressing up, so the makeup was on point. Like, people, I, I met people that had makeup artists on retainers. Like, so makeup is a big deal for them. Fashion is a big deal. You know, I was very fortunate to meet a lot of um, major fashion designers there and just getting an idea of their inspiration, their fabrics. A lot of the designers there actually create their own fabrics just like they do here um, in in North America and in Europe. Um, You know, they have a lot of in-house workers, um, a lot of beadwork, a lot of um, embellishment, literally beautiful, beautiful fabrics. I, I just, I only felt like, you know, almost, alarm that they don't have a bigger stage you know I feel like you have because uh, in a lot of the stores there too you have a lot of the brands that we have here like I went to a store that was literally house of Gucci and Givenchy and everything that you see here but you don't really see all these designers in our stores here so I feel like you know they need to also be present in the stores here because we're missing out you know a lot of 
um, what the women wore there were very much on trend, regardless of, you know, the climate's a little hotter there, but they were very much aware of what's in style and what everyone's wearing. And they were very current in all, you know, North American European designers. So um, the fashion in, in Nigeria is literally on a different level. I was so impressed. And it really didn't have to mean that you had to have a, a large amount of money to be fashionable there. Like, it was, like, at every level, you know, you could go on the street and you could see someone that looked pretty cool. So I got inspired from the trip. I got inspired just seeing people dressed up, looking their best, and taking pride in the way they look. Yeah, well, I'm always impressed with, like, the, and like you said, makeup and beauty and how fit. Like, these moms sometimes will have four kids, and they're so fit. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you oh, know, yeah. maybe help is, is, you know, a little bit easier over there in terms of labor costs. But I'm just like, wow, that is amazing. Okay, <laughs> so everybody that loves trendy and designer brands like me, <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Tell us about how you landed with Dior and InStyle Magazine. Like, how, how, did, how did they approach you? Like, what was that like? <laughs> well, with InStyle, um, that was just, I, I can't even remember whether I just randomly sent a picture to them or they found my picture. I think they found my picture on the Internet. So, and, and this is one of the things that I talk about in my master classes and when I'm just talking to people, and we'll probably talk about this too um, during the event, which I'm excited to be a part of, but it's just a matter of tagging and making yourself visible on the Internet because if you are not visible, nobody will find you, and that's how, you know, I was found. It's because I know how to use my SEOs, um, your search engine optimization. I know how to make use of that. Um, and by making use of that, I was, you know, it found a picture of mine that my husband actually took, you know, and that was my first feature, which was a couple years ago in, in their magazine. And, you know, I've had a, a, a few others after that, but it literally just, you know, tagging yourself on social media and making your presence be known. Um, your website, you have to tag your website appropriately so you can be found. So when people are Googling um, menswear or, you know, fashion designers or whatever, you'll pop up. And then a lot of these magazines also have the option where you can write them and you can send them pictures. So just utilizing those little tools and being aware of how to make yourself or how to make your presence be felt, that will land you the kind of collaborations you want. Also, you have to align with the brand. Um, I, I, I adore Dior. I love Dior. Who doesn't love the house of Dior? And um, <laughs> fortunate for me, I've been able to showcase some of their merchandise and some of my styling and my fashion. And, the, you know, they were opening the store at um, the shops of Buckhead, and I already have a great relationship with them there. And they were literally said that I was the only designer that they would work, um, the only blogger they would work with that kind of aligned with their brand. So, you know, you have to be very aware of your brand, who your audience is. So that way, and you have to be very, because a lot of times I find that people are like, well, they want, you know, these brands to notice them, but are you speaking to the brands? Are you wearing their clothing? Are you promoting, even if you're not necessarily wearing their clothing, but do you align with those brands that you absolutely love? So you can't expect a brand that like that to reach out to you if you do nothing that kind of, you know, aligns with their brand. So, and like I said, you don't necessarily have to wear all of the stuff. It's highly recommended that you do, but you know, it has to, your style at least has to align with them. So Dior is very classic. So I, and I, obviously I didn't mold my, my um, fashions around them. It's just, you know, we kind of aligned. Wow. I told everybody, get a pen and paper. You are dropping so much knowledge. 
Um, yes, you know, Monica, and I love that you are you have your Style Master course, and I want to talk about that before we get into the book. Um, so talk about your Style Master course, like how much is it, how much does it cost? What can people, if they attend, how often do you have it? Can you share about your Style Master courses? So, so right now, actually, I don't have the style one coming up yet, but I'm working on a blogging business master class, um, which myself and my photographer, Amber Gossett, we're putting together. Um, it's going to be June 10th, um, and it's really going to be about how to make blogging a business, the tools you need, how to utilize photography, your flat lays, collaborations, how to pitch yourself to brands, how to align yourself with brands. Um, I'm so excited to do this. I actually did one in Nigeria, and the market is a little different there, so I really spoke to their market and how they need to understand their worth and what they do for brands. I also spoke with brands, and actually a lot of um, brands attended and designers attended just so they can understand how to pitch bloggers, um, what they need to know in terms of pitching, and how paying and that exchange of money creates accountability. I met bloggers who were like, yeah, you know, they'll send me stuff, but I don't really do anything with it. So as a designer, that's a waste of your money. So brands need to know and understand that contract and the importance of having a contract, and the importance of exchanging money, so that way you get a um, a better outcome altogether. So that's what the masterclass is going to be about. It's going to be at the AC Hotel, so it's going to be amazing. It's going to be right here in Buckhead, um, June 10. Um, we haven't finalized the cost yet, um, but we have flyers coming out. So we'll have um, all of that done and out by the end of this week. So stay tuned. So there's going to be more information on my blog, which is oddbymonica.com, and on my Instagram page. So we're going to have a lot more information for you guys where you can sign up the cost and everything, but we really want to make it affordable. And the fact that Amber is going to be there too, you know, we're going to have headshots. We're going to do a little bit of photography. So it's really going to be worth your while. I'm partnering up with some of the brands that I have worked with in the past for our swag bags and for awesome gifts. So it's going to be an amazing event. I am so excited. Wow, congratulations. I think that's going to be an excellent event. Excellent. Now, Monica, we've been talking about so much stuff from blogging, you know, Dior, you know, how good is that? But I know in business people make mistakes, right? And you quit your job and you did this. Is there, can you share any lessons learned or any mistakes that you made um, and how you kind of recovered from them in, in your journey, you know, to entrepreneurship? So as a, as a business, I'm still fairly new. I don't think I would say I've made any major mistakes yet. <laughs> um, I'll say yes, but I, hopefully by the grace of God, I won't make any mistakes that will, you know, really put me under or anything. But I think my major mistake is, is, is planning. Um, there are certain things that I probably could have done better that would have cost me less. So, you know, financially, I've paid for some things that I probably shouldn't have paid as much. So just journaling everything paying everything on time, getting your taxes and your and all of that, just getting being on top of that. Um, you know, I because I'm so new and I'm small as a business, I just feel like I can do everything myself. So I think probably the biggest my biggest mistake is this whole notion in my head that I could do literally everything. I am I feel in my head I can be the photographer, I can be the accountant, I can be PR, marketing, I can do it all, but realistically 
it's, it's, it's hard and it's draining. So I think as a business person, you have to know your strengths. You have to know where you need to reach out. Utilize the people around you. I'm very fortunate to have people in all different fields, and I've utilized that. I utilize my friends who are in branding. I utilize my photographer friends. I utilize um, my accountant friends. You know, anyone who I know kind of has something to do corporate-wise along the because this is truly a business. So you have to ask questions. Talk to the people around you. You know, people who truly care about your success will not find you as a burden, you know, just ask reasonable questions and take notes. I feel like it's so important to take notes and to jet down the different ideas you get. Knowledge is knowledge, period. I feel like knowledge is never wasted, so I, I find that I'm always very open to other people's ideas because you're always learning, and in business, you always have to learn. Um, prior to actually making it a business, one of the big mistakes was deleting my blog. I probably deleted it a couple of times, but at the same time, I don't really see it as a mistake because those mistakes or deleting it or whatnot or falling short on this or coming or meeting deadlines, those are all things that help you grow. So if I make a mistake now, I get to do it right the next time. You know, so I feel like everything happens for a reason. So I'm okay with making mistakes. I'm okay of falling short on certain things, but I know the next time it's going to be better. Yes. The next time it's going to be, and you know, like you said, I like that you mentioned the taxes, how you structure your business. All that is mm-hmm. so important. All that is so important. Mm-hmm. We are chatting with Monica. She is on Instagram. Oh, and speaking of mm-hmm. social media, what, what's your favorite platform, Monica? Um, what do you, out of all the, the the Twitter, the Snapchat, you know, which one do you do you like the best? Um, that are showing you the, the best. <laughs> Instagram. Instagram. Yeah, I love Instagram. Instagram. You know, it's Instagram. The reason why I feel like Instagram is just so important because it's the one platform where you don't have to speak the same language. Um, Imagery is very powerful. Like, the power of an image translates over, you know, like you don't have, you know, you're able to just connect with so many people just from one image. You can tell a story with imagery. Um, and Twitter, yes, I, I think Twitter's really cool, but you can't achieve the same thing. Even with Facebook, um, and Facebook is probably a, a little bit of everything, but I feel like there's a lot of noise on Facebook every now and then. With Instagram, you can still kind of pick, you know, what direction you want to go in and whatnot. So Instagram is definitely my favorite. Um, form of social media in terms of getting across to people, in terms of advertising, in terms of marketing. Like, I know so many businesses that literally started from nothing and became huge successes from Instagram. So, definitely Instagram is my number one. Yeah, I love Instagram. Instagram is great. Okay, we have a we have a question in the chat room and a question on the phone line. So let me go yeah. there, and then we're going to talk about Monica's ebook. Okay, yeah. hi. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Eight six four. Oh, uh, Hello? good afternoon. Hey. I uh, thought uh, the podcast is so very interesting today, but okay. I was uh, w- wondering about. Uh, she said something about uh, Nigerian uh, women that their makeup was on point, and uh, that they were always, you know, generally very gorgeous. And I would like to know uh, what is not on point about the way American women um, <laughs> make up, because I've heard this a lot before, that American women don't really know how to make up the way other people in the world know how to make up and make themselves look good. 
Okay. Thank you. So what about our fashion sense? And, and you know what? You hear that a lot about, you know, Nigerian women dress and Europeans. You never really hear like, you know, so yeah. So Monica, your take? Oh, I, don't get me wrong. I feel like American women, you know, we do a great job with makeup and fashion and all of that. I was just there. I think for me, has a woman live has an American woman, um, I like makeup, but I don't take I don't have a, a makeup artist on a retainer, and I'm a blogger. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> the average woman there has a makeup artist on a retainer, and I I thought that was kind of crazy to me. You know, um, but wow. I feel like the makeup here is just different. Like I I think more women kind of they like makeup here, and I and I like the way it's done. It's just not as intense there. It was so intense. You know, like they'll do makeup and it doesn't even look like you. I don't necessarily say that's the best thing, but like they just, you know, they breathe and live that stuff, which is like, you know, I was, I would say I was impressed how, how dedicated, you know, the makeup industry is there. You know, I actually partnered with a makeup brand there and like they came in, they did my makeup every day and I was just like, Oh wow. And considering it's so hot, normally like all of that makeup would have like been everywhere other than my face, but it stayed on the whole day. (laughs) You know, and they actually yeah. had products that were for, you know, my brown skin here. I have to mix about two or three different products just to get my shade. So having that there was, it was refreshing, you know. So I, I that's why I have to give kudos to them and the makeup industry there because they're, you know, they get to pay attention to our skin color. So that, I think that's a, that's a big deal. Um, makeup here in North America, I love. I, you know, I, I have a lot of great makeup artist friends that are here that do amazing. So I love the way we do makeup here. I love the fact that it, it suits us and it's, it's more of a natural kind of, you know, feel. So I'm all about the makeup here as well. Yeah, yeah. No, I think sometimes you hear, like, you know, certain brands and fat, like the Dior's, the Gucci's are all, like, foreign brands that are really, you know, I guess stylish and Sometimes you can you can see that. Now, Monica, in terms of celebrities, you know, one or two celebrities that you feel, you know, just get it right when it comes to fashion. Um, I love Rihanna personally, but who who do you who do you say like just when it comes to fashion and style, you're like, wow, she gets hmm. it. Um, you know, I, I always when I when I get that question, I'm always a little like, mm, well, technically, you know. Their stylists get it, <laughs> I, I, and I, I have to give them credit too because they, that means they're picking the right stylist, you know. Um, I, and I do like Rihanna. There was a point where I was really into Rihanna. I'm not necessarily a huge style fan of her right now. Um, I think she has her ups and downs, but you know, it, it really depends on on the season. Season change with a lot of people. I think I like Carrie Washington for the most part because I think she's a bit more practical and she's very realistic in terms of her fashion. Um, but there's so many different people that work with great stylists to put outfits together that really kind of mimic they, who they are or what, you know, for the events or whatnot. So there's, there's, you know, I think Carrie Washington, I would say, would be the one that I kind of, I, I think she's consistent. She likes to play around with fashion. She loves um, fabrications and, and detail, and I uh, appreciate that. Um, so I, I, would, I would say Carrie Washington. Yeah, I love it. I when I watch scandals, like I I look for the outfits and it's like, oh, I I really like her style. I really like her style. Now, Monica, as a mom and as a wife and now entrepreneur, 
a lot of moms are like, how do you balance it all? Like, how do you how do you get everything to kind of go? And then you're a style person, so your pictures are like on point. And some moms are just like trying to old t-shirt and pair, you know, blue mm-hmm. jeans kind of thing. Like, how do you get it all to look so good and balance it all? Well, I, this is how I look at it. I feel like the same amount of time to put on a T-shirt and a pair of leggings or whatnot is the same amount of time I would put on a nice blouse and a pair of jeans or a nice skirt and, you know, or a pair of culottes. So um, I, I kind of look at it that way. Um, for me, I think I'm very – and I thought everybody could do this, but I realize no, everyone doesn't do this. But I envision outfits in my head, and I'm very good at it. So I could – a whole outfit together. Most of the outfits together, I, I put them together in my head. I don't try them on before I wow. um, before I <laughs> before I put them together. Every now and then, I'll probably do a quick you know try on so I have everything in order for my shoots. Because when I go for shoots, I try I tend to do about four to six at a time. In order in order for it to be time effective, I have to literally kind of like know every detail of the outfit. So from my earrings to the shoes and, you know, and then I have to kind of make a flow of it. So I kind of sometimes I have charts just to make everything go smoothly. But for the most part, when the things are coming, I already have the outfits planned in my head. Um, Sometimes I'll play around with it. But for the most part, it's just I have this ability to envision outfits and they work. Wow. In your head. (laughs) Love it. (laughs) I know. I thought everybody could do that. I'm like, what do you mean you can't see an outfit? You know, it's there. Picture it. No. Now, where did you shop? Like, do you should like? Can you give us some stores that you like, you love that can fit all all sizes? I know a lot of Um, listeners will go to your page and love what you're wearing. Well, for the most part, I have to say, like, being a blogger, you literally have to be open to everybody, just knowing that you know. There are people that don't live where you are. Um, but I find stores like ASOS are very attainable. They have literally for every body type, size, whatnot. So they're an online store, so it's accessible literally to everybody in the world. So that's a great option. I do a lot of um, – um, I take a lot of items from Nordstrom. Um, they also do a great job. Tabas is one that I have, you know, I've done a lot of collaborations with Tabas. Um, I think we have this idea in our heads of what Tabas is as a store, but you'll be surprised the amount of merchandise they have that is truly beautiful, well-made. Anyone can shop there, um, all different sizes, all different body types, love their stuff. And the price point for the level of quality of the materials and the fabrics, you're really getting a deal with them. Um, Another one, I just did something with um, um, Ann Taylor. I was so impressed in terms of the silhouettes, the cuts, um, the fabrics as well. So they're also a great, you know, option. Every size, you know, can fit into them. Shop Bob was one of my earlier collaborations, too. They've got a great assessment, especially if you have, you know, if you like a little bit of more stylish pieces or somewhat edgy pieces, they have a wide range of everything from great, great price points. So, you know, you can find things that are very low. And if you want to splurge, they've got that for you there, too. So um, shop up Net-A-Porte. You know, a lot of my bags are and shoes are from Net-A-Porte. I, I generally tend to splurge a little bit on my shoes and my bags just because I've got big feet, so I have to be very aware of my feet, and I have to get certain designers that don't make my feet look as big as they are. Um, and then, you know, <laughs> and they also have great sales every now and then. So I, I pay attention to sales. I pay attention to seasons. A lot of, I've been, I'm fortunate enough, a lot of the stuff that I wear, you know, is gifted from the brands that I have collaborations with. Um, and the stuff that I do have to buy, I wait for sales. 
I wait for discount codes. Um, you know, I make it work. You make it work, and I love your pieces. They're very, you. you know, very, very nice. They look really good, Thank Monica. You. Now, time is flying, and, you know, we have to talk about the ebook. So why don't you yes. kind of tell us about the ebook um, and, um, you know, what it's about, the title, et cetera. Sure. So, yes, I just – it goes – it's actually live, but it, it really, I'm, tomorrow's supposed to be my published date, but I just got so anxious with it that I just had to put it out yesterday night, kind of giving my friends and family a little preview. But it's my spring-summer style, Essentials for the Perfect Wardrobe ebook, and it is an amazing book. What it does, it, it highlights 10 um, essentials, so 10 things that I believe that every woman should have in their closet. And um, so what I do with that is I now take these 10 items, and I show you how to wear them. It's a very visual book, so you'll really appreciate that. I give um, options from day to night with the trends. So we talk about things like gingham and floral print. Um, so we give tips on how to put them together, what to wear, why these pieces are essential, um, outfit ideas. I also give shopping links for high, medium, and low price points of the trends. And then I also highlight color trends this season. I highlight um, shoe trends, bag trends, um, what to look for, um, the, sporty, the sporty sleek trend, and how to incorporate the essentials into all these trends. So we're taking very classic pieces and we're making them trendy. So it's a great um, book. It's about 83 pages. It's very visual. It's very easy. So the few people that have bought started buying it already. They love it. They love the pictures. They love the visual. They love the information. And I'm so proud of it. You know, I did a winter book, but this summer, spring summer book, I absolutely love it. It was a labor of love. A lot of work went into it. And I'm just so happy about it. I'm excited. I can't wait for everyone to, to get a copy and to just, you know, get that idea of true style. So all the information, I'm going to have all the information on my blog this evening. Um, I'm going to have a link. I'll actually put a, a link up as soon as I get off of this call just so whoever wants to buy it ahead of everyone else, they can buy it. But it goes live tomorrow. I'm going to have links everywhere. So, yay, I, I'm excited. I, I want to hear your guys' feedback. I want to know what you guys think about it. I want to know if there was anything missing. If you have any questions about style, feel free to shoot me an email. Um, I try to get back as soon as possible. You can shoot me a DM on Instagram, but, you know, it has to be a reasonable question, not um, why did you pick that color or, you know, <laughs> but just style <laughs> questions. So, you know, I, I'm excited about it, though. So it's, it's, it's been a labor of love. And Yay! tomorrow, it's, it's live if you want to buy it now. It's actually in the Apple Store, but I have it on Blurb. So I'm going to actually put a link on Instagram so you guys can get that now since we're talking about it. And I want to make sure you guys have the opportunity to get it if you need to get it now. So if you want to get it before yes. everybody else gets it. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> Where's my applause? Where's my applause? Yay, Yay for the ebook. Yay. Oh, I love your Thank <laughs> and, you. And, and once you post it on Instagram, we will repost it for, for Dare to Aspire. And then, now how much is the book? Like if somebody wanted to buy it, what's the cost of the book? The book is nine ninety nine. so I made it very reasonable. Okay. <laughs> so it's a very reasonable yes. price point, so it's nine ninety nine. yes. Yay. And the first 50 people who have registered for our conference are going to get a copy of the book. Yay. 
Isn't that awesome? I'm super Isn't excited that about awesome? that. I'm super, yes. we gotta, we got to really promote this book because it is Yay. amazing. I mean, 83 pages, I can't wait. It's going to be yes. just really, really fun. Wow, Monica. Well, yes. we got like 30 seconds left. So, Monica, please tell people, thank you for being on our show, and tell people how they can find you, how they can find Perfect. you. So you can find me. My blog is oddbymonica.com. Very easy. Once you type oddbymonica on Google, it'll send you right to me. Um, my Instagram is oddbymoni. So that's A-W-E-D-D-Y-M-O-N-I by Moni. Very easy to also find on Instagram. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Pinterest. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Tumblr. I'm on Fashion Climax. I'm on any fashion website you can think of. And like I said, you have to make your presence be felt um, online, socially. So I'm literally everywhere. So, yes, I'm easy to find. I try to be as accessible as possible. I do my Insta story so you kind of get a glimpse of my life. I don't do too much, but I try to do a little bit. And it's about me, my life, what's going on in my life, my kids. My husband, not so much. He doesn't like the spotlight as much. But, yes, this is my family and what's going on with me. So, yes. Contact me, follow me, um, and I can't wait to bring you guys along on my journey. Yay. Well, thank you so much. Well, we're out of time, yeah. so everyone have a blessed day. Thanks, Monica. Thank Thanks. you for having me. Bye. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Bye. Bye, All right. Bye.